And as we know, the first Australian Olympic athletes travelling home to Australia, well, they arrived at the Darwin Airport yesterday on that chartered Qantas flight. And uh, we also know that there has been that significant work completed at the terminal in order to achieve physical and atmospheric separation of the screening and processing area. So they were, as I understand, the first international arrivals, our Olympians that were able to go through that new or that part which has been changed at the airport rather than the RAF base. But joining us on the line to tell us a little bit more is the Airport Development Group's Executive General Manager of Operations, uh, Rob Porter. Good morning to you, Rob. Yeah, good morning, Katie. How are you today? Yeah, really well. Thanks so much for your time. Rob, uh, talk us through the Olympic arrivals yesterday. They went through the airport, didn't they? But there's a separate area now. Yes, they did. Um, they arrived uh, in the early hours. They were, they were a little bit early at 5 o'clock yeah, yesterday morning. We were all up early to, to greet them, to uh, to take them through the uh, well, through all the um, the process that they've required to do, but certainly uh, through the the, uh, the changes that we've made through the terminal. Now, um, were, were you guys pretty excited to have the Olympians arriving? I know we're very used to international arrivals, but we had some people uh, on board that flight with, uh, well, with certainly some extra baggage, gold medals and, uh, and well, silver and bronze as well. Yeah, that's right. I, th- I think, um, you know, it was absolutely wonderful to see the the stream of green and gold come off the plane uh, and then uh, make their way through our terminal. Um, I was a bit starstruck standing by watching the watching the process unfold with um, you know some talented young individuals there um, passing through our terminal. It was, it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, and did it all go pretty smoothly? I, as you know, as I mentioned before, I think and correct me if I'm wrong, they're the first ones to really go through that area of the airport where you've put those separations and atmospheric separations in place? Yeah, they're, they're the uh, the first group through. Um, and I, th- I think, you know, all of the agencies, you know, Commonwealth agencies and the government and health authorities, um, we were so pleased with just how well uh, that process worked. Um, you know, the, the teams and all the people moved through there very, very quickly, um, able to collect their bags, um, go through the normal border processing go through the border uh, health unit uh, checks, then through biosecurity, then on off to uh, then onto the buses and out to Howard Springs. So, you know, it was almost like military-like precision, um, not, noting that we've moved it away from the RAF base. Yeah. But, um, that everyone pulled together. was It was fantastic. And, Rob, is there another international flight that was either, either arrived a bit earlier this morning or was set to arrive this morning? Yeah, so in about 10 minutes, we're expecting um, a flight from London to arrive. Okay, and uh, and they'll be going through that same process as well. So this is the way that things are happening from now on? Yeah, that's exactly right. So um, all of the flights that um, uh, that come uh, through the terminal, um, all the repatriation flights will go through the exact same process. Rob, can you talk us through what work has had to happen there at the terminal? Yeah, so I think um, firstly we had to um, create some physical walls, yep. so and create a corridor or tunnel um, that takes the the, uh, the passengers um, out to out to the buses. So a different exit point, so they exit now straight out onto the street, so they can basically walk straight onto the bus. Um, we had to have uh, independent air conditioning units put in, so there's quite a bit of work in the air conditioning um, system to ensure that the air was separate from uh, from the domestic terminal, um, and we created a, a pressurised zone in the terminal to uh, to ensure that that air um, you know can't go into any other other part of the terminal. So that was quite complex. 
Um, but a simple net from there is, uh, you know, one entry point of the terminal and then an exit but, uh, point. Um, and then, you know, ensuring that all of the people that have to work there uh, are safe as well. We've, we've got donning stations and doffing stations and heaps and heaps of PPE um, cleaning, um, over-the-top cleaning. You know, we, we want the gold standard cleaning, so yeah. we're cleaning everything. So, yeah, lo- lo- lots of uh, um, lots of things in place. But, um, yeah, look, I've, I've just got to applaud all of those people involved because it's, it's been fantastic. And do those arrivals, I'm assuming that they do come into contact with staff and then those staff would have to be, uh, you know, have extra protections in, in place? Yeah, that's right. So, that you know, we... we absolutely want to avoid any physical contact so we're still maintaining that physical separation but all the staff are wearing PPE so you know face shields masks, gowns, gloves um, and and lots of sanitizer Um, so yeah look I think there's great separation between those arriving and uh, and those that that work in the site Um, and of course all of our all of our staff um, are required to go through a testing regime as well and all those that are involved go through a, a PCR or COVID testing regime every seven days or three days depending on their on their task or their job. Unfortunately I'm fast running out of time Rob but I also wanted to ask you we know that Qantas made that announcement yesterday about uh, two and a half thousand staff are going to be stood down we know that there would be some real changes I'm assuming to the flight schedules coming into Darwin given the fact that Sydney is in lockdown at the moment. Um, what capacity are we sitting at when we talk about those arrivals? So, so we're having a really strong dry season. Um, so we're still seeing good numbers coming through our terminal, um, with the exception of Sydney, for obvious reasons. Um, but we're still seeing response from, from uh, other states are still able to travel to the Territory. Um, so... I, you know, we're in pretty good shape and, um, you know, we're hoping that, you know, Sydney can solve that problem and, you know, we can get a hold of the Delta strain so that people can continue to come to the Territory. Well, Airport Development Group Executive General Manager Rob Porter, we really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, Katie. Take care. Thank you. Rob Porter there, who is the Executive General Manager of Operations at the Airport Development Group.